attracted to what they're attracted to. Yeah. Like if it, I can't get mad. Oh, you you don't want to date me because I got two kids. All right. I, I can't get mad. I can't be salty. That's fair. That's fair. It's just like all right, I I know what it is now. Yeah. I, I, I never understood. I'm that. sure there have been women that you know found me less attractive because I already had two kids. You know, uh, cool. All right, that's what it is. Moving on. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Understand. I had a girl get mad at me one time. I said I didn't like bigger girls. She was like, well, "What if a girl says she didn't like broke dudes?" I was like, "Then I ain't the one for her." Right. That's fine. Like my bank account says, "Don't date me." Fair enough. I. I. Why would I be mad at that? Right. You can't you can't get mad at that. Yeah, and she thought it was gonna get under my skin. I'm like, well, then I yeah, I don't. That's her. That's her prerogative. Yeah, she can do that. That's fine. Yeah, I feel. <laughs> Why would I be mad at that? That's what's up. Oh, oh you got us again, sneaky bastard. Got us again. Sick of it, man. We are back. We back with another uh, episode of Daddy Issues. I always want to say we back with another issue of Daddy Issues, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, I don't think I got the right sheet. I got the right. I'm ready to dive in. Oh, you got the right sheet. I'm, I'm, re- I'm ready to dive. Um, so let's talk about it, man. You yeah, just jump right you, in. You, you married with kids. Everything, you know, you married to the mother of your kids, everything. You got the nuclear family going. Not everybody has that. You know, uh, certain people break up. 50, uh, not 50, 50. Child support. Do you think that a man has to pay his child's mother child support if they have split custody 50-50? And what if he makes significantly more than she does or she is unemployed? They have 50-50. I don't think he should have to legally do child support. My issue with child support is is, it's just a set amount. It's, It's not like directly it should be a case by case like you know what i mean like yeah how do i word this case by case basis yeah but like even with that because it is case by case technically but like my issue is it should be based on the relationship the father has or mother has with the child right like this guy is killing it as a dad sees his kids regularly is always pitching and pampering why are you taking him to court right like for what i have a friend who um when her and her dude split the first thing her mom and her sisters said to her was take him to court. And she was like, for what? Right. He keeps him just as much as I do. Right. He pays just as much. Why, why would I take him? For what? Right. And that's my issue with a lot of child support. Some dudes need to go. Mm-hmm. Some dudes need to go to court because they're just trash. Right. But if it's 50-50 custody and he's doing his thing and, right. you know, oh, they got T-ball sign-ups. All right, here you go. Mm-hmm. Or he, I'll go do it myself. Like, right. What? Why should I have to pay child support? I don't understand that. Right. I feel like they bringing in the courts for no reason. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I ain't with it. I am not with it, man. Like, you know, if they doing right by the kids, you know, it's a it's a real 50-50 split. They taking them to school some days. They they over at the house some days, all of that. What, what, what are we talking about? Man? Yeah. What, what child support? I'm already supporting the child. I'm paying for classes. I'm paying for books. I'm paying for this. Picking them up. Buying buying clothes. What else you need? Now, some people say, and I, I, I agree, they say if the child lives primarily with one parent, the other parent should kick in. You know, electricity ain't free. Water ain't free. Right, right, right. Kick in a little bit, which yeah, I think so, I'm but I shouldn't that. be paying half of your bills. No. But if let's say I got the kid, you know, on weekends, you got them five days a week. Right. 
then yeah, I should throw in on some of them bills right. and the food and stuff because you got them more than I do. Right, right, right. I'm feeling so, that too. Yeah, I, I feel like yeah, you should. But even that, I don't think there should be child support. Let's right. talk it out. The problem is people aren't mature enough to be co-parents. Mm. It's really what it comes down to. People cannot be mature enough to be co-parents, or one of the parents is so trash you're forced to do this. Right. But communication mature, is yeah, the key too. If you're mature enough to do it, and you say your bills is this much. I'll throw in a little bit on that because, yeah, he's over there. Or right. she's over there like mm-hmm. that. So, mm-hmm. but if you got 50-50 split and it's a legit 50-50, like half right. stay with me, half stay with you, then mm-hmm. just, that's it. That's and we it. just, yeah. we go halves on school trips and whatever else. And he stay with me, he stay with me. When she stay with you, she stay with you or whatever. Right. And then that's just it. Right. And then on, on the unemployed tip, my question is, why are you unemployed? Yeah. You know, and those those circumstances as well. You know what I'm saying? If they put their whole life on hold to raise kids, and then you know you had a split, then that's a, you know a different situation. But if you're just sitting up here just not working, why not? Yeah. Like, uh, what are you doing? Which is which is while they in school, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, if I set it up to where you didn't have to work and then left you, yeah. That, that's well, then hell, yeah, yeah. You, I, I should, I should be paying. But if you're just not working and not work, like, right. Well, I'm paying just because I have a better job. And then what you gonna do when the kids leave? What when they eighteen and out of there? What you what you gonna do? What you gonna do as a as a as a parent with no job? Like I, I raise kids for a living. Th- th- those kids will get old and leave. Then what are you doing? Yeah. How are you providing for yourself? Because once the child support is only till eighteen or twenty in some states, yeah. then it's a done deal. What what are you doing? And again, it does depend on why you're not working. Right. Definitely. Because I've seen that situation where the, the lady put her life on hold and dude, you know, he's well off or whatever and it just dips out. Yeah. And like, shit, shit I ain't worked in years. Like, yeah. And that's when I believe in spousal support. I usually don't believe in that, but I believe in it in that case. Right. Like, well, I was at home because this is what you wanted me to do or this is what we decided right. as a team to do. Mm-hmm. And then the, the game changed. Now, do I think you left me for another woman? Yeah. And now, you know, you you got to kick in on some of that. Yeah. Now, do I think spousal support should be forever or until you get married? Absolutely no. not. Hell no. Yeah. I know there's women that's purposely not getting married again just to stay on spouse support, I'm and not, that's trash. I'm not feeling it. That's super trash. I'm not feeling it, man. I know, I know a dude. You know, he didn't keep up his end of the bargain. Kick in that spousal support, but that that should. You should you should look at spousal support as a temporary thing. Yeah, exactly. You should be like, all right, so he left me. I got to get my own. And then you got to start working. There man. should be a time limit on spousal support yeah. for sure. You can't just be sitting up there just reaping the benefits from here on out yeah. while you ain't doing nothing. That's ridiculous. I'm not with it. It's just, just as a person, I'm just not attracted to people that just won't work. Yeah. Like... Raising raising kids is a job. But once some yeah. kids are gone, you got to do something. You can't just be chilling. And I'm like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? That's just unattractive to me. It very. Like, and if you're not going to work, you got to be volunteering somewhere or like you got to be doing, doing something. something. Or that that like I I I'm shocked at how many people don't work and have the nerve to have like a nanny and maid. Like, what are you doing? Right. Like what do you do? Mm-hmm. You don't work and you got health. What? What, right. what, are, you, what are you doing? 
if you're not gonna work, then you are the nanny and the maid right. and everything. And that's father or you know mother, uh, husband or wife. You a stay at home husband. When I when I when I was a stay at home husband, <laughs> I was taking the kids to school. I was signing them up for school, taking them to school, doing all of that, and cooking. You know, making plates, and uh, you know. That's not what I saw for myself. Yeah, that, that wasn't the vision I had for Tony Baker. But that's what I was doing, you know. But since I'm be home, I'm gonna clean up, hold the hold the kids down. You know, I'm gonna cook dinner. You know, dishes done. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're not working, it's not even about contributing. It's about like when I wasn't working, and then when comedy wasn't making like money, and she was going to work. Mm-hmm. That stuff would be done. For, I didn't want her coming home to a dirty house. To food not being like she shouldn't right. have to wait on. I'm not. What am I doing all day? Exactly. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing all day? The one time she came home and I was playing Xbox, I felt like hot trash. <laughs> I felt like hot trash. I was like, I got a job after that. I was like, I can't do this. I don't understand the people who want to live off somebody else. That just doesn't make sense to me. Right. And she was very valid in feeling like I ain't feeling this. I'm like, you right. Yeah. You're right. So 50-50. Uh, child support is tricky, man. Child support should only be a thing if one of the parents is trash. Other than that, work it out. Right. Communicate. Like communicate. America. Yeah, just get together. Uh, if a couple shared bad habits, such as heavy drinking, when they meet and had a child, do you think it's unfair for one to get clean and expect the other to as well? If they split, do you think custody should go to the clean parent? Yes. Yeah, that's not even a custody question. Custody clean parent. That, yeah, easy. That that's the easy part of the question. Uh, <laughs> the first part. Uh, I mean, you know, if y'all came into a trash and one was like, "We should do better," the other one don't want to do better. I think obviously y'all grown apart. I think right. y'all need to go your separate ways. Yeah, man. If I'm trying to get my life together and you still want to do the BS, nah, I got I gotta go. Yeah. I don't think it's unfair to to hope that they do better, but if they don't, yeah. you know you got to be out of there. Especially if you have a kid. Drinking is no good for for children or your body. Yeah. So you know, hopefully that other person comes around. If they don't, just be out of there. No, you know. I think because the question says, uh, let me see. Yeah, and, and they had a child. I feel like that child should make. Both of y'all want to do better. Right. So it's not unfair for me to want you to do better because I'm trying to do better because we have this kid. Right. We was partying, doing meth, heroin, everything else, but now we have a kid. We got we both got to do we better for this down. kid. We got to slow down. That's just what it is. Mm-hmm. So, no, I don't think that's unfair at all because mm-hmm. the kid's involved. Now, if y'all just in a relationship and one's like, I'm tired of this, well, then y'all just break up. Yeah. Then walk away. Because you got, you got to, man. You got, or else y'all just going to crumble together as a couple. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the kid, once kids get involved, it just so much changes. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care what you was doing, you just gotta. You're no longer living for yourself. When yeah, you have a kid, it's, it's all about them. Being a parent is the most unselfish thing ever. Right. It should be. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, like everything. Yeah, how you eat your meals. How, I mean, every little thing is mm-hmm. different now. Yeah. The time you spend doing whatever, whatever. Once you have them, you should you should make a lot of changes. But I also believe, and this is something uh, me and Kev on stage was talking about, you also, as a parent, it's, it's dope to, you know, put your kids first and give your all into them, but you have to have a life, too. Absolutely. 
And some parents just poured all into the kids. And Kev brought up the movie Fatherhood or Boyhood, one of those, where the movie actually, they filmed it over a number of years. Uh-huh. So you actually see the actor grow up within the, the movie. Like he started out as a kid and it took them like 16 years to make the movie. And so Patricia Arquette, who played the mom, was like, I poured, I put my whole life into raising you and now that he's gone, what do I have? Yeah. What, what what am I doing? And like, you don't want to be that parent. And, no. and it hit Kev because like, you know, because he always felt bad for being on the road so much, you know, away from the boys. But it's like, you 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 also have to have a life as well. You do. And you know, your kids will get old enough to be like, all right, I get it. You know, my, my kids, even though I'll be feeling guilty, my kids are old enough to be like, I get it. And I see my son looking at me now, like, I see him looking at what I'm doing with like respect, like, yeah, dad out here, you know, yeah. doing his thing. Now he wants to kind of do something in that vein, and so I'm like, all right, you know, I'm not doing, you know, the wrong thing. Yeah, they get it. Like if you never there, that's different. That's different. Like yeah. you have some people who have memories. Like I just remember my dad stopping in real quick, yeah. you know, and then he's back on another business trip or whatever. Yeah. He was never around. I just wanted him to be there. Right. You know? I get that, but as far as just working or going out, some, like some people, and and I and from what I've seen. It seems to be like women do it more. Like this kid is my life now, and it's like no, yeah. don't don't make them your entire. That life. That can't be your life, man. Especially if you're in a relationship, y'all. It's y'all, and then these kids. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like if you you guys was building first before you had these kids, right. y'all got to still continue to build. Right. Like a lot of relationships fail when the kids get involved because one parent dives into this kid. Well, what about me? Right. Like how did you forget we was already rocking? And the kid, when the kids leave the nest, and then what? It's just gonna be you two again. Yeah. So you gotta, you, you always gotta be mindful of the end game. Like your kids are gonna grow old. They're gonna, they're gonna leave. They're the gonna nest, leave. They're gonna get married, and then you, it's gonna be you by yourself or you and your partner. And you know that's got to be healthy too. That's got to be nurtured, time put in, yeah. cared for. This is balance. Like like that's we going out tonight. Our job as parents is to make sure that they grow into, you know, quality adults. Yeah. And they, they move and they leave. Well, but they can stay. They can stay. Yeah. But I think parents also forget that they, they have their own things they want to do. Exactly. So you don't have to dive into what they, sometimes they don't want to be around you. Exactly. Sometimes they want to go play with their friends yeah. and go do so. I've been there. Yeah. yeah so go to. You know. <laughs> Tony. I've been there. I know what it's like. I feel every piece of that. So, you know, you got to have your own stuff because they want to do their own. They don't want to be up under you all day. Exactly. And that's that's what you would want from your kids. You want yeah. that independence. Ultimately, it's going to hurt your little feelings. But, hey, man, ultimately, it's what happens. That's what you want. They're still going to love you, but, you know, they got their own lives now. I remember after a certain age, like, me and my brother's like, we doing our own. Like, we don't want to be. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, game night, you know, family movie night, whatever. But for the most part, we doing us. Y'all right. go do. Whatever it is that y'all do. Right. We used to look forward when they be like, we going out tonight. We'd be like, yes. Yeah. House to ourselves. They'd right. be like, Keon, you handle make the dinner, make sure everybody. I was like, I got I've it. been waiting for this. As soon as they cool. leave, pandemonium. Yeah. And it was fun. As long as we cleaned it up before they got back. Mm-hmm. But going a little days, go, they would go to movies and stuff all the time. Yeah. I think that's important, man. You, you got to do that. People, it's it's uh, not healthy to pour your whole life into no, the No, then it gets weird. Then your your child and parent relationship gets weird, too. Like right. You've seen people, it's like, y'all dating? Like, this yeah. is weird. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be like that. Y'all shouldn't be. You see a lot of mothers and sons, and it's like, it shouldn't be like that. Right. Like, that's, 
That's weird. It's a weird dynamic. Yeah, that's that's your mom or your son, and that's, but that's not your man. Right. That's that's weird. My kid. Yeah, what, no. What? No. What? what do you mean? What are you talking about? It's your prince, man. <laughs> Chill. Uh, yeah, that stuff be that stuff be hella weird to me. I'll be like, I don't. Yeah, man. But yeah, so um, back back on the whole thing. Like, if y'all drunks in the beginning. And then you you, you cleaning your act up. If you got to dip, dip. Yeah, ain't nothing down that alcoholism path, but liver disease. Pretty much. Yeah. So get out of there. Do you? If they can't get clean with you, you tried. You gave it your all. Yeah. You got to with that kid. You got to. And then the kid make sacrifice for the kid. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just what it is. I don't want to do a lot of stuff. I do, but needs to be done. Think I like getting up at five thirty. Man, this. I don't envy you at all. Just stay out of the group chat that early. It's not me. Man, just ignore DC. Just ignore him. I'll be like, I did ignore him first, but then Chaz jumped in. I was like, well, we're here now. He's like, do, 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 do. I'm like, oh. There's no reason for DC to be up like that. 5.30 no reason for this. DC Irvin is up. For no reason. Then going back to sleep from like 8 to 12. Just stay asleep. So strong. It was full convo going on yesterday morning. I was like, what's, what's happening here? I was heated. And I was already pissed because Keelan woke up and didn't. he just was just up. He didn't go back to sleep, so he was just up. And then we went to school, and I was just like, I'm just up. Man. Yeah, man. Sick of it. Because he had to pee. I almost wish he still peed on himself. <laughs> like, stop getting up to pee, man. Coming in our, and he be in a good mood when he comes in our room, too. Yeah, man. Like, he don't even be on the sleepy tip. Like, he came in the other morning. He walked up to my bed. I heard the rumbling. I heard him jump out his bed, mm. and I heard the footsteps. I saw a knob of him. He came in. He was like, <laughs> and I was like, why are you happy? It's so early. Uh, and he comes on my side because her side is all the way, you know, mm. around the king side. So he comes to you so first. So he comes on my side every time, and he's like, Daddy. I'm like, what? <laughs> I got body. Like, Come on, man. Man, good times, man. I don't miss that. Don't miss that at all. Jumping, he be jumping in the bed too. Don't Come miss on. it at all. Yeah, you know I used to hate it when the kids would come into bed, and I got the morning wood going. No, oh, that's and, the word. And they just hopping in there, you know. Don't get impaled, kids. You know, watch out. You know, because they just hop in. Yeah, like, they, don't, oh, they don't care. I don't even feel comfortable when they hop in the bed. I sleep in my drawers, and like you said, morning. I'm like, just wait. Yeah, just let me, let me pee. Let me get acclimated to like, life. He's just hopping in. And then he don't know how to just, you know, he's at the age now. He don't know how to be still. Mm-hmm. He's in full Marvel mode at all times. <laughs> so he got in the bed the other day. It's 530. I'm like, why don't you lay down in between me and mommy? I try to roll over and go back to sleep. And he kicking me in the back. All I hear is He's, he's putting me in Spider-Man webs, playing, shooting at the ceiling. It's pitch black, and he's shooting at the ceiling. I see him. And I was like, you know what? Just get up. We just went downstairs. I was like, what is the point of me trying to sleep? Right. And you're in full action figure. Full mode. action mode, man. Web slinging. What, what's their bedtime? So we've been having, we haven't had an argument about it yet, but I, I'm like, yo, they need to go to bed. Because she gets home at like 637. Mm-hmm. And so she still wants to, like, well, I want to spend time with them. Right. Well, Keelan had to get up this morning, and he was trash. 
trying to get up because he stayed up till 10.30 last night. Oh, wow. That's mad late. And I'm like, he keeps getting, oh, I got to pee. And he keeps, and she's taking her sweet time. because she wants. To, I'm like, they need to be in the bed. Yeah. Because I got to get him up in the morning and he's trash. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't want to get up this morning because they're going to bed too late. Yeah. So I'm like, they need to be in the bed. I, I know you want to spend time, whatever, but they got to go to sleep. Right. You you don't start. So lately I've just been trying to take it in my own hands. Like, I'll start the baths at 6. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, they're going to be ready to go to sleep by the time you walk in. So you yeah. could just play with them, eat whatever. But then she want to start the process of brushing the teeth at 9. I'm like, oh, and then yeah, I'm like, you've been reading stories, brushing teeth. It's been an hour. It's 10 o'clock now. Why is this taking so long? Yeah. Well, he had to do that, and he said he was hungry again. Of course he is. He ate dinner at 6. Right. Now he's hungry again because it's 10 o'clock. <laughs> Y'all got to meet in the middle. Maybe like uh, 7.30, 8 o'clock. Well, he, they used to both go to bed at 8. And yeah. now it's been back later, you know, and then he was sick and everything like that. But now that he's back in his routine, I'm putting him down for their naps, you know, at one. Yeah. Wake I'm like, no, like, they need to go to bed. So this morning, the way I said it, I was letting her know, like, after I came back, after dropping off, I was like, yo, they need to go to bed on time. She's like, okay. Like, like almost like, why are you telling me? I'm like, because you're the one keeping them up. Right. So they need to go to bed on time. Right. They're trash in the morning. <laughs> And then, that, they, and then they taking these ridiculous naps. Right. Because I'm waking them up. So Keelan slept for four hours yesterday. They naps used to be two hours. He slept from one to five. Man. Because he's exhausted because he's getting up early right. and staying up late. Yeah, man. Because my, my homegirl that came to the show in El Paso, she's like, yeah, my kids go to bed at 6.30 every night. I was like, 6.30? But they probably be up at five. Yeah, you know they're going to be up at five. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like six thirty. Like, ah, I want an eight o'clock up. bedtime. Yeah, man, eight o'clock, man. And that that to give Kata, you know, a good hour and a half. Yeah, you know, she got to come in hot. She got to come in ready. Like, all right, kids, and then just... and then she, you know, I'm going on the weekends a lot anyway. So you got the whole weekend. Oh, yeah, weekend to do your you how you, you like weekends. I'm be honest, I'm an absentee father on the weekends. Mm-hmm. On the weekends, because that's her time to catch up, right? For the week, and they want to be around her. You know, yeah. they they've been. So she'd be like, you want to go, you know, to the park? I'd be like, no. Yeah. I had them Monday through Friday mm-hmm. for majority of the day. Right. You go ahead and do what you do, and y'all do, you know, whatever. She going to – our backyard's done finally. We finally got the backyard done. Okay. So now they can play back there yeah. and go, you know. She's like, when we get the backyard done, you always say you're going to be out there when it's done. You ain't gonna be out there. <laughs> I am when I get my grill. When we get the grill, oh, the grill, you gonna there. be grilling it up. Oh, I'm about to be out there for no Chilling reason. Chilling and grilling because it's nice too. Yeah, I gotta show y'all. It's nice. Next time y'all come over, he got the lotion. <laughs> he got the lotion, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I forgot how we even got on. It's funny how kids. Kendrick can hear coughing. No mouth coverage. Oh no, kids are filth. Disgusting. They just be coughing. Like, good, good, good. And then, you know, it's kind of good that he doesn't cover his mouth because he'd be touching everything. So, you know, it all balances out. But the particles are in the room. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And we breathing them in. So if I get sick, you, my friend, I'm going to wake you up crying. And I got to fly out Friday. Oh, man. I need this to get out. It's almost done, though. I could tell because the stuff I'm coughing up is super thick. Yeah. Like, you know, you know, it's almost done. Right. So I'm like, all right, I'll be done by, I'll be good by tomorrow. I got to fly out tonight. Hey, where y'all going? It's just me. I go to Dayton. Oh, yeah. To do the funny bone? The funny bizone. I got to fly out Friday and I get back. I'm gone for a week and then I get back. You doing a ship? The Norwegian. Ah. 
I got to ask you about that too. When Wait, you're you, done. All right. Yeah, you were talking about that. Nobody want to hear about that. Yeah. Just the rules and stuff. I'm like, I read that rule sheet, and I was like, wait, hold on. Well, well, they got the rule sheet, but it, it's usually different every time you get on the ship. Yeah. What about the clothes? You really got to wear slacks and stuff like uh, that? No. Okay. I'll be wearing, man, no. You just got to look presentable. But they, they always present that, yeah. but they, they not. I, I get it, because they probably, comics is, y'all don't know this, comics are filth. They yeah. are trash. They are just. Comics are filthy. They are just. Sure. They just walk around. It's just, <laughs> it's just disgusting. Right. Like the way the average comic dresses too. Not in L.A. so much, but the way they just nasty. You just look, you look gross. Right. You look like you slept on pizza boxes. Mm-hmm. And so I get I get that on tip. Cause comics are just filth. Right. Yeah, man. Anyway, you don't know what we talking about, like a cruise ship comedy, you know, they they got like a dress code, like, you know, if you're walking around on the ship, you know, they want you to wear a certain type of attire, if you will. Um, usually, like for me, um, I work out when I'm on the ship, so uh, I'll just be in like my gym clothes, which is like Adidas pants and like a, a t-shirt or a shirt with no sleeves. Yeah, they were fine with that? Come. Yeah, nobody ever said anything ever. What about after six, though? Up. That's when they say it's supposed to be. Well, normally after six, I'm time. usually doing a show, yeah, so okay. I, I have on my show All clothes right. during that time. Or if I don't feel like, you know, um, you know, really getting dressed, I'll kind of stay on the outskirts. Like, I'll, I'll go outside to get to the other side to go yeah. up to eat, and then I'll come back. But if I'm – I never really hang out. Yeah. I just go eat. And then go back to my room. That's all. I mean, I don't want to be confined to the room, though. Yeah. Sorry, guys. We'll talk about this later. Yeah. We don't care about this. We don't care about this. But you know what's crazy? The stuff that I think people don't care about, they be all in. They be all in, man. They be watching our stories. Yeah, they just want to know because Cotty brought up something the other day. She was like, I don't understand why we're in public. You're so reserved. So quiet. And when you're around your friends or when you're you're lively at house, you're crazy. Yeah. Why are you so quiet? Because some lady in the grocery store was like, yeah, husband doesn't really talk. And like, he's quiet, reserved. And I was like, because this job is so much look at me all the time, and you're always on, mm-hmm. that when I'm in a public setting, I don't want the attention because right. I don't want to make it seem like it's like, yo, still look at me. You know, so I was just like, she was like, well, that makes sense. I'm glad you told me seven years later. <laughs> she always thought I didn't like her friends and stuff like that because I was quiet. Oh, okay, yeah. And I was like, no, I just don't want to be the center of attention. Right. Because I, that's what I do for a living. Right. Yep. And then people are so, you know, everybody else got regular jobs. So as soon as they find out what you do, they got a billion questions they mm-hmm. want to know. Mm-hmm. And then once again, you're the center of attention. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so I just don't want to be that. Yep. So I'm quiet. Chilling. And she was like, I just thought you didn't like my friends and my family. And I was like, no, I just don't want to be. Right. You know, and people are so fascinated with it. Mm-hmm. Like, they're so, they want to know what we're doing on these ships and mm-hmm. who we meet right. and what, you know, even our day-to-days. What y'all be doing? With? Mm-hmm. And it's like, ah, I just want to. And I just got to turn it off. Like, because, you know, I'm, I'm on, when I'm at the comedy club, at, on stage, I'm, yeah. and after, when people, they fans of yours, you got to give them the energy. Yeah. And then, like, you know what I'm saying? Then when I'm just chilling, at the, and when I'm on social media, if I'm doing a story or whatever, I'm on again, and yeah. like, man, people be like, man, what does he like to live with? I'm, I just be chilling. I just be chilling. I'll be reading comic books, watching Netflix, just chilling, reserved. Sometimes I might get silly. Sometimes I'm chilling again. Yeah. Like you know, it's, it, it can be exhausting. And so, but uh, at the same time, a lot of times I'm alone. Like I'm alone. Yeah. 
I'm by myself. I be chilling. Which I like. Yeah, like I got no issue being alone. Like I just be chilling by myself at the movies by myself. Just you know, and by my goddamn self. I'm kind of more creative alone too. Me like too. I do mad. I do mad voiceovers when I'm by myself. Yeah. When I'm with like with the crew on tour, it's hard for me because I don't uh, want people so seeing me do it. Yeah. You know, I like to go hide. And I, do I don't it. like nobody seeing me do it. Yeah, movie. I did one. <laughs> I did one voiceover where it was a it was a deer with like foliage over his face. It was like he was trying to camouflage. So I did that in front of the hotel, and the tour manager was in the car waiting for us to get in. And I was like, man, he can see me. All right, I'm gonna just steal. Yeah, so I was over there by the bushes, so I can get the. I needed the outside noise to match the video. Yeah. I was just like, I gotta do this video real quick. But yeah, we not on all the time, and like I just be chill. Like last night, I was at the factory for Ruben's show, and it was a great show, man. It was it was that lineup looked fire. It was a great show, and uh, you know, people people was just excited. It was just a lot. I had to talk to a lot of people like after, like yo, we got this new app. What's up, Tony? This y'all saw taking pictures, and then you know how we making sure my girl is good because she was with me and waiting. So I was just like. There's a lot of energy yeah. expended. And plus, I haven't been feeling 100% because of the dizzy spell. So it's just like, ah, you know. And so I do like to chill and just be like, let me just chill. Yeah, you brought up something when you were talking. Like, I don't think people understand, like, social media is energy. It's energy, man. Like, when I'm responding to everybody and going back and forth, yeah. like, I'm engaged in this. Yep. And I'm, like, I'm I'm up when I'm texting. I'm like, y'all crazy, man. Or like when you when you ask a question and you get all these responses, right? And you're actually answering them, and it's energy. Mm-hmm. So when I get a chance to just relax, I just be chilling. Yeah. I don't. And social media, I'm still on. Plus, I know what it's like to be around that person that's always on. You know, we know so yeah, many comics like, turn it who off. never turn it off, and they are the most annoying people on Super earth. Annoying. We chilling, and they're like running bits by you. What do you think about this? Or trying to trying to make everything funny. We're having a normal conversation, right? And you're trying to do your jokes in here, and you're just trying to entertain us. It's like stop, stop it, man. Turn it off. And so I like to turn it off every chance I get. I avoid comedians like that. That's always on. I just be like, uh, me and DC was having a combo once <laughs> at Flappers, and uh, this comic I won't say his name kept his trying name. to butt in on me and DC's conversation, mm-hmm. and he kept he was he trying who what, and we was ignoring him on purpose because yeah. we're talking right. And then he kept trying to crack jokes, and finally DC couldn't take it. He's like, my man, we're talking right now. Like we are having a conversation, and I'm dying because I've seen him snap. Like, yeah. yo, like stop. Yeah, like we're, and, and we're, the conversation we were having was a kind of group chat conversation. Yeah, so it was like, so we were purposely leaving out details. Right, and he's like, who? We're not talking to you. Right, like go somewhere, man. <laughs> and he kept trying to just be, and he was he was on like trying mm-hmm. to crack jokes. We was like, shut up. And DC right. snapped, I died. What did he do after the snap? He just kind of faded out. He was just like, because right. <laughs> he just finally was like, yo, man, we're talking. You don't see it. us talking? I love it, man. Like turn it off. Yeah, turn it. I don't like it. I don't like the always turn on or like even on the social media. When you combo said it's always that comment that comes in and tries to top. Mm-hmm. The joke that's coming, you know, what I mean? it's like, come on, man. Like this video or this caption was already funny. Right. Why are you adding to this? Man. I I know why people add now. 
they throwing a little joke at the at, in the comments so they can get likes on yeah. the comment and then yeah. they get traffic to their page. Because I got people that just pull up just to do a joke yeah. in the comment section. So I, I get that. But I don't even feel comfortable doing that if it's not somebody I know. I pull up on yours yeah, and Kev's page a lot, Keenan, you know, right. I know y'all, but I'm not going to pull up on like people I don't know like that right. page mm. trying to steal their fuck. Like I don't. Trying to get some shine. I don't need quick. that. Like, yeah. uh, it's, but I get it on the tip, you know, like mm-hmm. people do, if you roasting each other, I get it. Right. But then I don't like the people who come in on, I said something on Preacher's page the other day and somebody came in, I was like, first of all, this is my friend in real life. I don't know you. Right. I can talk to him however I want. Yeah. I don't need you butting in trying to save <laughs> him, you know, whatever. Like I'm talking to my man's right here. Right. Like, you shut your mouth. <laughs> But I'm trying not to be crazy to his fans, you know, because it's his page. You know what I mean? But I'm, I'm not talking to you, bro. Right. Yeah, man. It's weird out here in these uh, social media. It's so weird. So weird. But uh, yeah, I want to get I want to get better at you know handling my emotions on social media. Because <laughs> people be like, "You emotional?" I'm like, "I am. I'm an emotional person. So what? This is I own it." Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, nothing bothers me. Stuff bothers me very easily. I tell anybody anywhere I'm easily annoyed by people, you know, and that's an emotion. So it's like, yeah, you know, like that dude that accused me of like, man, you just kissing Hollywood. Yeah. I asked just to be like, then he was like, well, why are you, why are you emotional? Because I am, man. You just, yeah. you just came from my blackness. I never, I never get involved. I just be liking y'all good points. Yeah, because I'm not gonna. I'm the complete opposite. Right. Like when I get the the annoying people on my page, mm-hmm. I never respond. I just yeah. ignore. Them. I'll be pulling up, but I, I can't help it. I always be like, I'm gonna just ignore this. This one dude wrote three Stephen King length novels in my in my comment section on Facebook. He was just because because initially he, I posted a video about Liam Neeson. Yeah, and he was like, man, how long are you going to talk about it? It wasn't even that many posts. It was just I posted about it, and then I did the uh, Tony Baker randomly. So yeah. it was like and then continuing the conversation, you know what I mean? And so he was like, how long are you going to do this? I just responded like, shut your ass up. That was my initial response. Yeah. And then he just went in, and then he was like. And then he started critiquing my comedy. He was just like, man, you just keep doing you keep doing the same stuff, and then you keep reposting stuff like it's new. And I was like, first of all, th- this is this is free content. You're not paying for anything. If you want to see me do something new, come pay to see me. Exactly. That's what I get paid to do. And then he was like, come, pay this. You ain't Chris. He went in. He was like, you ain't Chris Rock, Kevin Hart. He went in. Then and why so, are you following me? That's what I don't That's understand. what I said. I was like, why are you following? Oh, I just see you because other people post you. Like, yeah, whatever. So if you only see me... How would you even know what I'm posting on the regular? And then he he went in. So I posted his face on my uh, <laughs> Facebook. I was like, ladies, smash your pass. <laughs> so I went in, roasted him up, and then here come, here come the tight asses. This is just not cool. You're bullying him. Well, I was like, let me post what he said to me. Yeah. And then I posted that. They were like, oh, okay. And, then, and I, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like how whether it's athletes – us on social media, whatever. Why are we supposed to just take it all the time? Exactly. That doesn't. That doesn't. Why we gotta? They yeah. like I, this video just came out. Austin Rivers is walking down, and somebody's like, "Your dad sucks." Yeah. He's like, "What'd you say?" And the dude probably didn't think Austin was gonna respond. Right. Austin was like, "What'd you say?" Nothing. 
And, it's a, and that's what I don't like. You guys are on social media. So if you're big, bad, and bold right. on social media, you want to take shot. You just come for, for no reason. For no reason. Come for people all the time, whatever, whatever. And then when we respond, now we bullies. Now, now, we, we, now we bad. Now we in the wrong. Mind right? you, in person, none of this happens. Right. It never, people and, talk and, differently. And it shows in it's all love. Yep. But social media, now you want to be. Everybody feel like, like they can say whatever. They, they would never say to your face. You know what I'm saying? They, there's like. There's like a chosen few that will give you a critique in your face right there in the moment. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But nine times out of ten, they just saying whatever. And then, but this dude went in, man. He yeah. wrote and the and the novels he wrote so emotional. It's just like <laughs> he's like, you ever come to New York? I was like, I'm coming to New York <laughs> in June. Oh, I remember that. That was the dude that wanted to fight you. Yeah, this was like yeah. this weekend. Yeah, yeah, man. And I was like, this dude wrote two novels. I don't even know if I'm done with him yet because I, <laughs> I, I want to send him the flyer to the New York show. Hilarious. Because, you know, he lives in Brooklyn. And he was like, nobody heard of you out here. I'm like, New York is like my biggest yeah. fan base. I, I didn't tell him that, but I was just thinking it like. Mine, is, that's my second under L.A. Yeah. New York. New York, man. And uh, Atlanta, Houston, and I forgot what, where else. Yeah, mine is like Chicago, New York. They always Chicago's in there, places. too. Yeah. Chicago's in there, places. too. Because, you know, they just. The biggest city, so it's like L.A. is too low. Sick of it. My my L.A. is. So. I'm out here. <laughs> I'm out here. What I don't people? like about mine is the Bay Area is no longer on my thing, and I I was like, what are, what are y'all doing? You you talking about Facebook or Instagram? Instagram. It used what, to be what? L.A. Uh-huh. Um, and then different cities in the Bay. Okay. And then now, the Bay has completely dropped off. That's because it's not enough people. Because if you think about it, you got L.A., you got the major cities as your top cities. You That's know, they true. flooding in. Because when, when so I had the numbers. Bay, it was like San Francisco, San Jose. It was yeah. a different, it's the, it's the different markets, thing. yeah. It, you, you you get the more detailed breakdown on Facebook. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it, it goes, you, I gotta know, go you get all the cities. You know, Instagram only gives you five. Yeah. So you'll get the you'll get the better details. I was like, y'all not loving me at home no more. What happened? I saw it. I was like happy on one end, like that my fan base is growing. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I was like, they still there. It's just yeah, you know, these bigger cities they get more more people. But once you once you look into your Facebook, that that way it breaks down all the cities, and you'll see, you know, it'll say fans or or you know like followers. And then you'll get the complete, go in there the complete breakdown. Facebook gives you a detailed breakdown. Dope. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Uh, we can go to questions from the audience. Pooby from Texas. <laughs> Pooby from Texas. That's definitely a family nickname. Right. Uh, what is the man's perspective on infertility in women? Do y'all feel like it's your fault or do you blame her? If it's you, would you feel like less of a man? If after years of marriage and no children, how would you feel? Uh, that's a tough one because yeah. clearly we can't relate because, you know, yeah, we, got we, we got kids. Um, but, you know, I feel I, I feel like there, there shouldn't be any blame at all. Like, it's just it's just a medical thing. Yeah. It's just, you know, biology. I would I would I would hope that people looking to, to have kids, you go to the doctor to see what's exactly wrong. Whether it's whether it's the male or the female, and then you just go from there. I feel like it shouldn't be any shaming involved for sure, but it just it just depends on the the biology of the couple. Yeah, I mean, it, it, this stuff happens. Would yeah. I feel like less of a man? 
Maybe. I, if I, I if I couldn't have kids and really wanted them, I don't know if I would really feel like less of a man. Like if my penis didn't get hard, yeah, then yes. <laughs> that that would that would I'd be like, man, I feel like. But fertility, I mean, I get it because it's like technically, you take take everything else aside, religion, all that stuff, and just biologically, that's what we're supposed to do, right? So I get it on how people be like, well, what am I, what am I here? Like, what right. do I, what, am I what purpose do I serve if right. I can't reproduce? Yeah. So I get it. I feel like we live in an overpopulated world as is. Well, so people are having less kids now. And so if I really wasn't passionate about having a kid, it really wouldn't mess with me too much. Yeah. Um, so I really wouldn't, wouldn't mind. But it's easy for me to say having two kids, so. It's like a different dynamic. Shoot, I don't even know if I'm still fertile now. I don't know. I don't even. I know. I don't even know. I could. I could be. I'm about to get surgery. I could be whacked down there. I, I wouldn't even know it at this point. But I don't want to take no chances. But you know what I mean. So I, I don't know. I definitely wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't make the woman feel guilty or ashamed or blamed if she couldn't. Because that's just the ultimate. No, that's feeling right there. Yeah. Especially you know. Um, Nobody wants to feel like they're they're just not good enough. Yeah, it's your fault, right? Especially if it's something y'all both want. Mm-hmm. And I I know couples who, like, people knew that up front and gave them the option to leave early. Like, yeah, I can't have kids. So all right, it's gonna be difficult. So right, you know. I, I feel like you should always do that. Like if yeah. you know what you're bringing to the table or not, you should let it be known up front. Like I can't I can't give you kids. Yeah. How you want to play it early on, you know? Yeah. Don't don't spring it later. Like you've known this for years, and then you just now knowing they wanted kids, yeah. and that's jacked up. But communication, uh, man, always be real. Early on, out the gate, out the gate. Uh, BD Wag Johansson. You got all these <laughs> lowercase and uppercase letter, right? Uh, Acts, when is appropriate age to leave your kids home by themselves? Right now, this age. <laughs> Just let him look. He got his own water. He's good. Uh-huh. Um, I think it depends. I know times are different. Mm-hmm. But I remember my mom and dad leaving us. I was six, seven. Oh, wow. And, you know, just to run to the store real yeah. quick or whatever. You know, you know the rules. Don't answer the door. Don't, you know, answer the phone. Stay in the back. Right. You know, that was it. Be quiet. And, you know, don't touch. I feel like that was more common before. Now, like, people wouldn't dare think of it. I f- yeah, I feel like we were we were left home alone earlier and more often back in the day. Like, I was riding buses to school um, by myself in, like, fifth fifth grade. Yeah. Like, city bus. Oh, yeah, that's too. Not, too, not yeah. the school bus. So yeah, that's too. Like, yeah. So, but at the same time, I would have to wait for my older brother to come get me, and then we would walk home together. So it just depended on, you know, um, that. But I still felt like I was alone a lot. Yeah, you know, fifth grade, I forget how old that is. You know, Fifth grade, you'd be nine, ten. Yeah, so. Um, and then, you know, I was home alone a few times before that. But I always had, like, a brother there or whatever, yeah. but. By fifth grade, though, I felt like I was old. Yeah, I felt like a grown. I like looking like back, a, yeah, I'm only nine, ten years old, but yeah, 
we even like by the time we were like third grade, you're eight. And I remember my mom being like, I'll be back. And we'd be like, all right. Yeah. I feel like I had a full beard then. <laughs> like I feel I feel like then I look like I do right now. That's what <laughs> that's what you feel like internally. Like, yeah. yeah, you know. This and I guess, cool. you know, when you're that age, I, we didn't really my mom be like, I'll be back. We so involved in our games and whatnot. I didn't care. Like I didn't yeah, like I didn't I didn't want to be home alone at night. Yeah. Only because I was scared of scary movies and I thought they would come and yeah. collect me. You know, I thought Jack Nicholson would, from The Shining would come get me as soon as my mom left at night. In the daytime, I'm all good. Lock the door, don't answer the phone. I all mean. good. And I remember when people wouldn't ring the doorbell. We'd be like, shh, shh, shh. we go peek like, mm-hmm. through this little thing, see who it was. But I remember never, that. We didn't answer. We yeah. just. We would look through leave. the little mailbox, the mail slot on the door, like after they walked away. Yeah. Then I would open it and look to see who it was. And I see them walking away. And then we had the number to call, like call so and so down the street yeah. if something happens or yep. whatever. So I think, you know, shit, young. As long as you have that dynamic of a community, one, where right. you know your neighbors, mm-hmm. you know, they can check in on the kids and whatnot. Yeah. And how you raise your kids. Like we were left alone all the time and it was fine. Yep. But sometimes, you know what I'm saying, kids mess up. Like, cut to the story I told on the previous right. episode of me shoving stuff through a burnt screen. <laughs> Some kids just ain't ready to be left home alone. <laughs> but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. So it just, it just, it it just depends, really depends on the parents, the kids. I do believe in community, be though, because community we definitely key. knew whose house to go to right. if something went wrong. I feel like we're losing community. Yeah. I feel like we becoming more just, it's just us. Uh, and I hate that. I love community. Yeah. I love hearing noise in my neighborhood. I love hearing people laughing, fighting, making a lot of noise, party down. I like that. Yeah. Like, I can't, in my neighborhood now, we know our immediate neighbors. Yeah. And then the black neighbors that live around the corner. Like when your neighbor came out for 4th of July, just yeah. like sharing the fireworks, that's, that, I like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or they brought, like, when we're gone, they'll bring our trashes in and yeah. stuff like that. Like, I'm like, yeah. Stuff like that, I like Like, that. I remember going as a kid, my mom being like, man, I, I need an egg. Go down the street to yeah. so-and-so house, get an egg. so much stuff. Go get a, you know, or they knock, my friend knock on the door, my mom needs some flour. Yeah. All right. I like that. Yeah, like, uh, we definitely are losing that. Yeah. That was definitely um, all about that. Yeah, I forgot about the going to ball stuff. Yeah, Don't we see all the time. got some eggs down there. Yeah. You know? Yeah, all the time. All the time. Granted, in my neighborhood too, though, it was like how you said your Chicago neighborhood got more and more black. Mm-hmm. My neighborhood was a suburb, but it seemed like on my block, I don't know what the deal was. All the black families moved on my block. Yeah, our whole street was black families. Mm-hmm. So yeah, naturally, you know, and everybody had kids. So the parents would be outside talking, chopping it up, and the right. kids would be outside playing. And then that was just we knew. I knew every neighbor. Right from. One, two, three, four. Yeah, about four or five houses down on my whole, I knew every neighbor. Right. Parents and the kid. Yeah. So it was just I liked not it. a big deal. The neighbor next door used to take us to school. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend down the street, his mom used to take us before. I mean, uh, yeah, before that. Carrie lived two houses down, my, my friend Carrie. Uh-huh. You met him. And that was like our second family. And then... Uh, my dad's friends, our neighbor to the right. My dad used to go hoop with him and the other neighbor. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, we I, we knew all. So if they ever saw us outside, they'd be like, hey, man, you know, you supposed to be doing it? Nah, you're right. You're right. You right about that. Yeah, so it was, it was a community. We knew everybody. I miss that, man. Like, I don't know none of my neighbor's names. I just know like, my I immediate. speak to them, you know, but yeah. I, I don't know, you know. 
But I'm there. I feel like I'm a good neighbor. Like you know, I had you know an older couple that you know the the man he fell and he got a nasty cut, so I made sure he was good to go and stuff like that. Yeah. And then his son came like, man, thank you for looking out for my parents. You know what I'm saying? This, that, and the third. So Sorry, I built guys. that rapport. Yeah. But it's just like ah, uh, you know, but the neighbors just pull up to complain, and that's, that's the only time you see them. Yeah. You know what I mean? But thankfully, my neighbors have been cool with my game nights lately. Because, you know, we be in there loud, having Hell a good loud. time. Sometimes it goes late and they ain't, they ain't been tripping. So I'm thankful for that. But, man. Uh, another question from Quentin Reynolds. Oh, I know him. Uh, Quentin Reynolds has two questions and a statement. A, Baker, what's the best gift you've ever received from your kids? Um, For me, the best gift that I've received from my kids, man. Um, Good grades. Uh, but like an actual gift gift, I would I would say they just got me these Bose headphones that I really like. Uh, they got got them for me this past Christmas. Uh, you know what? They got me this dope Bulls jacket too that I always wear. You always wearing that jacket? Yeah. Is that why? Because the boys got it. The boys got it, and yeah. it's my heaviest coat. Yeah, it's like because uh, it'd be cold out there. So probably those two gifts are probably my favorites. Um, yeah, that I can think of just off top. And then his second question is for you. Yeah, it says, Polly, if your kids grew up to have no athleticism, <laughs> will that affect you? Hashtag Westbrook sucks. Hilarious. Uh, I know this guy from Facebook. Um, I think he's from my hometown, I believe. Um, as far as my kids not being athletic, like I want them to play sports, but I think I'm at a point where I just don't care anymore. Like, yeah. I, I, I want to get involved because I think, I think my mom and dad had a good time at our sport, like watching us mm-hmm. play. Like looking back at the tapes, like they was all in. Mm-hmm. And I think it's fun to watch your kids play sports and yeah, whatnot. It is. But as far as them like doing it like that, like I don't, I want them to do it. Just you know, try it. But if they end up being f- phenomenal pianists or playing, yeah. you know, I don't care. Right. Like, and and plus that because I I don't know anything about that, I would probably be hyped mm-hmm. seeing him at a recital. Yeah. You know, I'm like, play that, play that. I, you yeah. know, I'd be like, like Kevin Hart's dad <laughs> yeah. doing too much, like making an athletic event. But I'd be like, my son's killing the piano. <laughs> Working the keys. But I, yeah, I think that would be cool if they like was that. We like music, dad, and we want to yeah. learn to play guitar. And they had a little band or something. Like, yeah. I'd be like, yeah. I'd be putting them all on YouTube. Or, right. You know, like, I'm going to be into whatever they into. I want them to play sports. Uh, but I'm being whatever they into. Right. I'm like, yeah, they a dope artist. They draw pictures because as I've gotten older, I appreciate different things more yeah. too. Mm-hmm. It used to be all about sports, right? But now I can see somebody drew a picture. I'm like, man, that's a dope mm-hmm. picture. Like, or you know, they really play that kid, that four year old that was playing the drums that went viral. Oh yeah, man, I would love for that to be my son. Right, that was he was killing it. Yeah, killing it at four. At four, dog. that's some prodigy stuff. He was too good for mm-hmm. four. That's he's different. But I was like, that's dope. Yeah, man. Like if I had that, I would not care if he was shooting jumper, if he was playing that drums like that. I just want my kids to be interested in something and happy with it. Yeah. That's that's all I want. It'd be nice to be a phenom and something, but they don't have to be that either. Just as long yeah. as they, you know, as long as they excited about something and really into something, I'm good. Something that gives them a drive and a focus. Yeah. I'm I'm happy with that. Yeah, I just enjoy them doing I enjoy him doing that. Yeah. Learning how to put what boxes in what he's smart. 
Mm. Learn how to put what boxes. But that's another thing I see when I was talking about the previous podcast, Keelan being the older brother. Mm. He'll, on the iPad, he shows him how to do the games. Ah, like yeah. I taught him one time. I was cooking dinner and I turned around. He had his arm around him. He was like, this one goes here. Yeah. Sean, I was like. That's dope. He be looking out. That's dope, man. He's he's filling his role. He's he's in, man. He yeah. is, he's a dope older brother. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope to see. You be like, yeah. As a parent, you be like, all right. And then watching them do that, I probably will. Going back to the last question, I'll be, I'm going to lead him. I'm going to be like, watch out for your brother. You know, like, in, in, you know, in, yeah. when they get older. Yeah. I'm, I'm running the story real quick. Y'all hold it down. You know, make sure y'all don't do anything. Right I back. trust him. Like, I trust yeah. that he'll. If we got cell right. phones now, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, here's my like, number. Y'all know how to eat. Hell, you know how to work these iPads. You know how to use a cell phone. We were riskier back in the 80s when there was no cell phone to reach your parents. Yeah. And they would leave us at the crib. Now, you got all, you could you can be on live the whole trip to the store with Pretty your much. kids on FaceTime. We, we, we got, we and we got cameras like, in the house. Cameras stuff, in the know? house, cameras at the doorbell. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, yeah, actually nowadays it should be easier to leave your kids at the house. You can see everything. You, it, it should be easier now. We were risky back in the yeah. days, man. You don't know what's going on. Now you can see everything. Everything. The whole shebang. Yeah, man. That's weird that people coddle their kids more now when there's more reasons not to. Yeah, because because the news and the media, we're more scared now. It's ridiculous. It's like, oh, oh, they're coming up. <laughs> uh, Stephan Eccles asks, what is some advice you could you could give me on being a comedian or doing comedy skits on YouTube or Instagram? I don't know where to start. Um, well, the advice on being a comedian, well, if you want to do stand-up, I recommend coming up with a set, like at least five minutes. Most places you only need three at first. You only need three. I say just have five prepared. Yeah, because you're going to fly through that three. Right. You're going to do the three in a minute and a half because you're nervous. You're nervous. Yeah. You ain't going to get the last time to settle in. Uh, and just do open mics. Just do open mics over and over again repeatedly. Keep going to open mics. Doing skits on YouTube and Instagram. The key to that is uh, just be prepared to do it consistently. Be prepared to do it consistently and often. If you do if you do one skit every now and then, it's not really gonna catch fire. Nah. Even if one goes viral, you still gotta have stuff to back it up with. So you Which I you, just learned. You gotta you gotta keep doing it. You gotta keep doing it often, repeatedly, and that way you build you build a following that way. Um but you gotta be consistent with your output. Yeah. To keep it real, the starting of whatever you do is easy. Yeah. Starting something is super easy. Right. But can you keep doing it? Can you keep doing it? Anybody can go to open mic one time. Will you go every day? Will you right. go every week? Will you make it a habit? The videos, like Tony said, will you keep putting them out? Right. And every- put out and put out whatever you want. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. People always there's no formula for this. Uh-huh. There's no do whatever you like. Tony didn't intend on being the animal voice guy. Tony was putting those out. They was funny. One hit. Mm-hmm. They didn't give him credit. All the comics jumped on and said, "This is Tony Baker." It blew up. And you just continued to do them. It is what it is. Right. That wasn't on purpose. It was just right. I like doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, my my lyrics thing. I just like doing it. Right. One hit, boom, and and then people started liking them. And we want more now. You know, they. But I was just having fun. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you want. Right. If, if people get it eventually, if it's true to you, and just do whatever you want that you think is funny, that you think is fun. Hell, even if it ain't funny, if you like it, 
And don't Just force do nothing. Don't yeah. force it. Because if you force it, you're going to start to hate it. And then boom, boom, boom. Everything that I've done, as far as comedy in my career, I've done it consistently. Like when I, when I did my first open mic, I went every single day after that. And I haven't. I, there hasn't been, since I've been doing stand-up, there, there hasn't been more than seven days where I haven't hit a stage. Seven days is my longest stretch with no shows. And that was because I had surgery. Anything on the eighth day, I was back on the stage. It's kind of ridiculous. I should have sat my ass down. That's probably why I'm raggedy now. But um, I used to take long early. I used to take long breaks. Yeah, it was like I never. Ever since I started, it's never been an eight day stretch where I haven't got up. Yeah, I remember one time I had a headliner show, do thirty five minutes, and I hadn't been on stage in a month. Man, like I, I just was like. Oh, I got this show coming up, and yeah. I just didn't care. Right. Uh, but consistently, definitely, I've over the last two years, I've gotten way more consistent, and everything has gone better. Consistency is the key to life, man. It might have, it might have been. I probably took like maybe a family trip. Uh, that might have been more no, because I remember I had to get out of town because it was a blizzard, and I had a show in Portland. Yeah, I don't think it's been anything longer than seven days. But you ain't got to be that ridiculous. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. saying. It's just giving you an example of like, you know, consistency. Pretty much. That's the key. That is the key. Anyway, y'all. Uh, another uh, episode of Daddy Issues. Hope it was long enough. Right. <laughs> it was uh, on our ass, man. Make them longer. Y'all really don't want to hear my podcast, Verbal Cardio. 30 minutes. And I cut it off <laughs> uh, when it comes back. Uh, don't forget if you got questions, ask us on the YouTube page, and we'll we'll tackle them on future episodes. Don't DM questions; uh, just put them in the YouTube comment section. We'll get to them. Uh, you can find me at Tony Baker Comedy on everything. TonyBakerComedy dot com is the move. You can find Keon at Keon Poli uh, on everything. Keon uh, and and go to my uh, Facebook fan page. I got to build that up. Uh, Instagram is doing well, but. I got to build up the Facebook. Go on there if y'all like it. And thank y'all. Our numbers keep growing. So thank y'all. Thank y'all for listening, man. For listening. I asked a question uh, on my page. Like, how did you start following me? Mm -hmm. And, you know, shows, videos, whatever. But a lot of people came from the podcast. Daddy is I love y'all podcast. Yes. You know, I be listening. I tune in every Wednesday, yada, yada. And thank y'all for telling. I know I see y'all telling friends. I see y'all tagging your fathers or tagging your, your friends and so thank y'all right a lot if you build it they will come yeah feel the dreams man Kevin Costner good movie yeah you know what I haven't seen it I finally saw pieces of I just never watched it I just never watched it (laughs) growing up when it was out fresh I just didn't like the poster I was like he's just standing there with his legs but I was I was peeping it in a hotel this weekend I I know it made 64 million dollars at the box office the ending is is good he saw his dad yeah and he got to only thing I hated about the movie, and it buzzed me to this day, he was like, Dad, do you want to have a catch? Oh, yeah. Not do you want to toss the ball around, not do you want to play catch, do you want to have a catch? I was like, Who's, who's who, who talks like that? You want to have a catch? You want to have a catch? He was catch British, what? I don't want to catch nothing you got. Right. I thought we was in Iowa, man. I'd get British. That was the only, and it bugged me to this day. Yeah. Like, why did you way say to that? It. Yeah. And he said it multiple times. Like, you want to have a catch? I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, I heard that. Right as I was leaving the hotel room, he said that. Yeah. I kind of wanted to, to, to finish it up. You want to have a catch? I was like, that's weird. And I closed the door. 
Man. Would you like to have a catch? This is weird. Kevin Costner, man. Check it out. But if you build it, y'all, they will come. Just got to be consistent. Yeah. All right, y'all. We out here. Peace out.